tired of feeling like you're spinning all the plates in your design business and at any moment they could all come crashing down? Are you feeling like you're so close to breaking through to the next level, but those consistent projects still aren't flowing your way? Are you ready to finally take your business from a hobby to 100K and beyond? Then welcome to the Six Figure Designer Podcast. I'm talking all the techniques you need in your design business to start paying yourself, get great clients, and finally break through that five-figure ceiling. I'm so glad you're here with me today. I'm wondering if this has happened to you. Have you taken on maybe too many projects? Because it's so wonderful to have opportunities come our way and for people to want to hire us. But then we get to the point where we're sitting on our desks going, how am I possibly going to get all this work done, right? And I talked to a designer this week, and maybe this has happened to you too, where she's been blessed with a lot of opportunities and has taken on a lot of great projects. But honestly, now when it comes to brass tacks and getting the work done, she is completely paralyzed. She is overwhelmed and anxious and stressed about the workload. So when the time comes up on her calendar to be working on a specific project, she's doing anything but. She's procrastinating. She's worried about all the other things that need to get done. She's doing uh, tasks that aren't related to what's happening. And then the time ticks. And at the end of the allotted time that she was supposed to be working on this project, all she did was worry about everything else that's going on that's not getting done. And on top of it, the thing that she was supposed to accomplish actually didn't get done at all. So I'm wondering, does this happen to you? I'm thinking it does. It happens to all of us, really, because we kind of get caught in that loop, right? We get stuck in this anxiety stress loop, and we literally are paralyzed. And there's a couple consequences to that. One, obviously, is that we're not getting the work done. But then two is that we feel like crap. We feel like crap afterwards, and we're so upset that we're not getting things done And now we're worried that clients are going to be mad at us, which they are, because we're missing our deadlines. So, of course, I know your next question is, well, what can I do about that? How can I get myself unstuck? How can I get myself out of that loop? And I'll tell you a little bit of what we discovered when um, I was coaching this designer this week. Uh, One of the first things that she said to me is, I have a list of self-care items that I want to do every day that I already know makes me feel better. And once I started getting busy, I threw all that out. I wasn't doing any of those. And in fact, most days I wasn't even giving myself time to take a shower. Now we've all worked in our pajamas, right? Myself included. And it is a wonderful thing if you work at home and don't go to an office every day. But it can also have um, a downside to it, right? So she wasn't even taking care of herself. And then as we were talking through it, she was realizing, wow, when I don't take care of myself, I feel even worse. And I also know that burnout is coming, that because I keep taking from the tank, after a while, there's just nothing left to give. And so we kind of talked through that a little bit and think about this in in your own business. You have to spend some time taking care of yourself. 
so that you can be the best designer that you can, so that you can feel motivated and more creative in what you do, and you can get the work done. We are surrounded by so many pressures, so many details, so much stress, that if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't be the best for ourselves, for our clients, for our families, and have you know what we've all dreamed about having when we own our own business, which is a full life, right? Not just a full business life, but a full life. So we started to kind of work through what that means and how she can start to include all the um, background steps that she needs to be able to get these things done. So one of the things was, hey, you have to remember that you're going to take care of yourself and you have to get through and spend the time to do that every day. And one of the things that we were discussing is that there are huge consequences to not taking care of yourself because what was happening is she wasn't taking care of herself. She had taken on a lot of projects. She was super stressed and nothing was getting done. So she was feeling like crap and her clients weren't getting what they were expecting out of her. And of course she said, which I believe you probably all would agree with is, I hate when clients are mad at me. And so how do we do that? So the first thing is we have to actually recognize when we're stuck in the loop, right? When we're not able to get done what we need to get done, we're kind of overwhelmed by anxiety and we're overwhelmed by stress. If you have something that you've been wanting to do or that you need to do for a project and all you're doing is shuffling papers or reorganizing your closets, that's probably a pretty good sign that you're procrastinating and that you're doing everything that you can to not accomplish this one item that you want to do. So recognizing that this is a pattern is super key. And then what can you do to break that pattern, to break that cycle, to help yourself move forward in that? So of course, we've already talked about self-care and that's super important and whatever that is for you. If that's just going for a little bit of a walk or exercising or doing something creative that's not design related like cooking or painting or any of those things, you know, you have to include those items into your day. But there was a couple other techniques that we talked about during that session that could also help you. So of course, when you wanna set a time on your calendar to accomplish a certain task, and you may or may not finish that task, but I think starting it and getting it going is definitely the first step. The other thing is we have to remove all those distractions from us and from our work, because I bet if you get ready to start something, you are answering the phone too. You are also checking emails. Maybe somebody's walking into your space and asking you a question. All of that is sort of taking your brain off task, right? It's, move, it's putting other items inside your thinking process and it's clouding uh, the focus that you have to complete this one task. So we have to remove those distractions. And here's a couple things that we can do. One is turn your phone off or move it to another room. That is the first thing. And if people, I love how people like, well, I have my phone next to me. Well, you got to turn it over then and keep it quiet because it is, we are in a habit. Our phones are so attached to us at all times. We are in a habit to reach for that. It's like that dopamine hit, right? So I would suggest you move it into a completely another room, out of sight, out of mind, like those potato chips, right? When they're sitting on the counter, they look mighty good, even though you know you're not supposed to have them. So 
move the phone into another room. Um, the other thing that you can think about is, can you remove yourself maybe from your office? Can you work off-site? I suggested to her that she find a place that she could work off-site for a few hours to complete that task. So for instance, um, you could go to the library or work in a showroom or something like that. But what happens is you bring your computer with you and just the information that you need to complete that task, which is probably um, just a few papers. That will also keep you from looking at other things on your desk, other papers, other projects that may be taking your attention away. So I suggest that you go ahead and do that as well. And um, the other thing is to set a minimum of success for this one task that you're working on. So think about what's the minimum that I can do on this item today that would actually make me feel like I have made some progress forward. Instead of uh, giving yourself a task that requires a lot of other parts and pieces to it, why don't you set a minimum um, level of success for the thing that you're doing right now? So those are just a couple techniques I, guys, I want you guys to start employing in your business because I think that will actually help you move forward. Hopefully, um, you will not be as distracted and anxious and stuck as you are um, at the moment. So when you're feeling this way, recognize what's happening, remove those distractions, maybe put yourself into another place where you can solely focus on the task at hand. And don't, don't forget to take care of yourself. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Six Figure Designer Podcast. If you're ready to make six figures in your interior design business, then check out my Design Business Bootcamp. Our next session starts soon. So let's get you to six figures, stat.